Welcome to the Partners in Leadership author podcast series. In this series, we're interviewing CEO and three-time New York Times bestselling author Roger Connors. The topic of this podcast is Accelerating Change, the Role of Accountability and Feedback. This podcast is less than six minutes in duration. Roger, your company has a stated expertise in accelerating change. How do you do that? I think it's what we do best. Very often, leaders are looking for more traction in the change process, more early adopters, better results, and faster progress. Over the last 25 years, we've learned that the traction in the change process leaders are looking for comes from developing two fundamental competencies, accountability and feedback. Absent these two capabilities, the change process is slowed, and the ability to execute is significantly hampered. Our work always includes an early effort to heighten the level of personal accountability and significantly enhance the practice of exchanging feedback, and to do that at every level of the organization. These two accelerators will play a significant role in speeding up the change process in a positive way. How specifically does the focus on accountability help facilitate this? Well, without the ground rule of positive accountability, people tend to externalize the change process, focusing more on how others need to change than on how they can. With a solid foundation of positive accountability, people look first to themselves and internalize the change process. Don't most people see accountability as a somewhat negative concept? Yes, and that's why the first step in facilitating greater accountability is to provide a new, more accurate description of what accountability really means. Our studies have shown that people in organizations today generally feel that accountability is something that happens to them when things go wrong, rather than something they do to themselves to ensure their success. Accountability is largely seen as a punitive activity levied to inflict consequences. That's why so much effort is made to externalize a lack of progress. No one wants to be blamed when things go wrong. In our view, that's wrong-minded and leads to all sorts of behaviors that get in the way of making true progress. You can see how ineffective it would be to enter the execution phase of any kind of change initiative with this kind of accountability working in the organization. To be sure, how do you address that? Our more complete view of accountability deals with the other side, where you take accountability to overcome obstacles and make things happen. Here, accountability becomes something you do to yourself to make sure steps are taken to get the result. Central to this new definition is our steps to accountability model. The model is divided in half by a line. Above the line is where people take accountability to see it, own it, solve it, and do it. Below the line is where people get stuck in the blame game, feeling victimized by their circumstances. This is a very important point. During times of change, people have a tendency to fall below the line, feeling trapped by all the things that are outside of their control. It's not wrong to go below the line. It's just not effective. Nothing good happens there, except maybe a little therapeutic venting. Establishing an above-the-line environment fosters positive accountability that gives the change process traction. Now, with that understanding, the change is now about me and about what I need to do to change and help achieve our two. What about feedback? The process of exchanging feedback is just as critical to providing the right environment for the change process to flourish. Feedback is a form of coaching and collaborating that allows for real-time correction and real-time development. Without a robust feedback environment, the possibility of speeding up the change is dead in the water. What exactly do you mean by feedback? The ability to exchange input that is designed to positively help people align with the way they need to think and act in order to produce R2. Who needs to give that feedback? Everyone in the organization, from the C-suite to the front line, it needs to become a part of the culture. I can't emphasize this enough. 
creating a change-friendly environment with accountability and feedback will provide the fertile ground needed to accelerate the change effort. In your experience, how would you characterize the strategic value of speeding up the change effort? It's usually everything. Whether it's a cultural transition or a cultural transformation, strategy and business objectives always drive the need for culture change. Creating that culture that will produce the results leaders are looking for and being held accountable for by the shareholders and the board of directors is always framed in time. The ability to speed up the change also speeds up the ability to execute correctly. It usually means generating more revenue and profitability sooner. It usually means reducing rework and driving unwanted costs out of the system. It means optimizing performance. It's all about how quickly and effectively you can make the change happen. At the end of the day, accelerating the change always means creating competitive advantage. Our methodology helps leadership teams make that happen. Roger, thank you for that explanation about how to create traction early on in the change process. And thank you to our listeners for taking the time to learn more about the Partners in Leadership approach. For additional information on key concepts mentioned here, check out other podcasts in this series. This podcast is a production of Partners in Leadership and is protected by copyright owned by Partners in Leadership. This content may not be used or rebroadcast without prior permission. For more information, visit www.ozprincipal.com or contact us at 800-504-6070.